What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 37 of the Halfcock Podcast. With you, as usual, your friend in crime, I'm Cole Baines. I'm really happy to be with you all tonight. With me, as always, two of my best friends in the world, even though I only see them on Tuesdays for two hours. That's enough. I remember when we used to hang out every weekend. Now it's too much. It's football. Football makes us bond. No, those lovely, luscious voices that you hear are Powerman69. What's up, Josh? Hey, baby. And I think the already half-cut Versace, Jeff Daughtry. What's up, Dodge? I'd say 20% cut. Feeling good. Feeling juicy. Ready to let it rip. Ooh, I like that juicy. Mm, baby. What did the week look like for you boys? Uh, have you stayed coronavirus free? Or are we? Uh... No, I think I picked it up today. But uh, What you makes know, you feel that way? Uh, I don't know. My nose is a little congested. My chest a little tight. I think you're having a panic attack. Oh, that could be. I think it's a half a gram of cocaine. Not today. Huh, fair enough. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it was a good. It was a good week. You got a good jam on Saturday. Haven't really drank much. Really? Very exciting. How many drinks did you have on the weekend total? Mm, Friday night, I think I had like ten. That's a few drinks. That's a, that's more than a couple drinks. <laughs> no, that's like a couple. I haven't drinks. really been drinking very much. How many beers do you have? Ten. <laughs> that's about an easy night for Power Mountain, though, hey. Oh yeah, for me, like if I'm getting after it, I have to go po- like post fifteen. <laughs> post haste, past yeah, the fifteen post. Right. Oh my shit. Uh, I had a good weekend. I just worked. It kept me honest and truthful. But boys, I tell you. My health has been suffering. I don't have <laughs> coronavirus. I don't have coronavirus, but I have not been exercising. Mm-hmm. I haven't been working out at all. I haven't been playing sports. I feel and look like a bag of shit. You don't look like shit at all. Well, that's because you're used to me looking shitty. So nah. it's status quo. But <laughs> I I know my girlfriend doesn't listen to this, so I can talk about it, which is great. I love her to death. She's a wonderful woman. She puts up with a lot of bullshit. We love her. Apparently, my snoring has been so bad this week that I've been relegated to the couch. Every night, one night, uh, parts of nights. Now, to be fair, she hasn't said, go to the fucking couch. She's gotten up in the middle of the night and said, I have to go sleep on the couch. She said that. And I've said, no, 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 no. I'll go sleep on the couch. I'm the one snoring. So... Well, you oh, guys yeah. are going to be power drinking tonight. I'm going to be staying sober because I need to go work out after this and make sure that I'm not snoring tonight because I yeah. want to sleep in the same bed as my girlfriend. Yeah. I don't know if that science checks out. It does for me. I feel like when I'm in shape and I'm working out and I'm, my body's tired and fatigued and I feel like I sleep better and I don't snore. Hmm. There has to be some sort of science back. I mean, definitely if you're in good shape, you're not going to snore. But like, if you just go and work out, I have a feeling that you just have this exact same body. Well, it's not about changing my body. It's about actually making it Your body is a wonderland. Thank you, Jeffrey. You're welcome. I don't know. the. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I didn't mean to turn this into an opportunity for you all to body shame me. This episode uh, is brought to you by Men's Fitness. (laughs) (laughs) Men's Health Magazine. Jeffrey, how'd your weekend go? What'd you get up to? Um, I hung out with my new girlfriend. We didn't really do too much, honestly. Had a couple drinks, a little dinner. We did a little uh, Bed Bath & Beyond on Saturday. A little Home Depot run, actually. Wait, it, Bed Bath & Beyond? Is it, that similar to the three-position formula, just in different locations? <laughs> there was a couple in-outs, in-outs. It was a good weekend. I'm not going to fucking lie to you. Uh, we watched the UFC fight Saturday night with some friends. Bit of a snoozer. We did absolutely nothing on Sunday. Uh... All in all, had an absolute fucking blast. 
Were you shopping for your new house? Is that what was going we on? We did. I went and bought Ooh. a new uh, coffee table. It's outside the dartboard area room. You can check that out on your way out if you like. I bought that for you know ten grand. Not a big deal. No big deal. Bought it for one hundred and fifty dollars. Use Victoria. I'm full of shit. Oh, oh shit! I, shit out of <laughs> I thought you actually spent ten grand on a I don't fucking, fucking coffee I just bought the place. I don't have ten grand anymore. I got shit. Dope. I barely bought this pink Whitney on the weekend for fuck's sakes. Got some steaks though. Yeah, the meat guy came by. We won't mention any more information about that. But nope. guys. For all the all of those <laughs> listening, yeah. if you've ever seen an illicit meat deal go down, it is something to behold. I was sitting in the kitchen listening to Jeffrey negotiate. Let's, let's detail this a little with more. His actually. meat dealer. Well, I'm not going to name any names because it's no. a no name podcast. No but names. first of all, this gentleman was clearly on some sort of substance. Let's call him. Okay. Um, I think he might have been smoking crack. Can't confirm or deny. Uh, he came in. He said, Jeffrey, I know I owe you forty dollars, but yeah. if you give me forty dollars, then I will only only owe you twenty. Uh, that that mind fucked me. <laughs> Cole Bain's math cover really helped me out because I was lost in confusion right there. This was one of the most <laughs> one sided deals in history. It was like Trump was negotiating the deal. He had you yeah. absolutely twisted. He almost fired me. It was very close. <laughs> but you managed to get away with a couple jumbo steaks and a few prawns and a little bit of... Uh, lobster tails. Some lobster tails. Nice salmon slabs. Yes. Sold some off to you guys. I think we all won tonight. Would you say? I would never purchase illegal meat. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. No. I'll just say I showed up to this house with no meat, <laughs> and I'm leaving with a fair amount of meat. So I think that I won. Maybe I gifted it to you. Maybe. Well, if the people really want to know, I lost twenty dollars to Cole on a bet. He gave me, the t I gave him the twenty dollars. I gave him some meat. He gave me back the twenty dollars. So it was a rotation kind of scenario. Circle of life, baby. Circle of life. We all won. The team won tonight. Well, should we talk about why you owed me twenty dollars? Let's get right into that. UFC two forty eight Saturday night, Las Vegas, Nevada. Israel Adesanya versus the Angel from Hell, Yoel <laughs> Romero. I made that name up. Um, yeah, guys, you know what? To be so pumped, so excited for a fight, all the talk, the back and forth shit talk, two very skilled guys. What came out of that fight was an absolute snore fest. Uh, both, both combatants a little scared to exchange with the utmost respect, each other's power. I thought they, there was a reason there was, they were not jumping in, throwing crazy shit and attacking, attacking the juggler, attacking the kill shot right away. Uh, Israel Adesanya won us. Won a unanimous decision. I thought it was a split. I thought Yoel Mero actually won that. A very, very close fight. Um, Israel is still the middleweight champion of the world. Unanimous decision over Yoel Romero. There were some moments there where they were legitimately just standing next to each other, not doing anything. You're not incorrect, sir. I saw Yoel at one point do some sort of dance, and I'm like, this is... a Cuban salsa dance. This is not the time to be making Cuban salsa. <laughs> you should be fighting. Yeah. Uh, I think it's easy to say that that was a snoozeman of a fight. Yeah, it was a Camaro. It was a, we'll call it a Camaro? A full Camaro. A full Camaro snoozeman fight. Um, yeah, for the hype, you know, everyone built it up, including myself. I expected a banger. We didn't see that. Um, Israel Adesanya is your still middleweight champion. Yo Romero's on a three-fight losing streak, um, being at the age of 67. Uh, probably his last shot of the belt, I think, guys. So uh, he still has some big fights available. Big news. He's still got explosive power, but... I don't know if he's at the top of the food chain like everyone else thinks he is, including myself. I lost multiple bets that night, putting some money on Romero. Um, that's, but, the sec that's the second time in a row that you've bet against him, though, because I remember I took some money from you when you bet on Whitaker. So. You're at Jesse's place that night. Yes, you did, didn't you? <laughs> yes, I'm uh, fucked betting on against Israel Adesanya. I last think, time. 
I think the fight that really surprised everybody was that co-main event. Holy shit. Zhang versus Jen Jacek? Ladies let it fly. Wow. It's almost an insult saying one of the best women's fights in MMA history, but it was fucking, it's got to be the top 15, 25 best fights in MMA history. And Joanna at the end looked like <laughs> Megamind. Cyborg? She was fucked. Oh my God. A hematobin the size of my fucking wrench, actually. My wrench bigger than your wrench. Way bigger than my wrench. My wrench isn't that big. Big as that fucking, I don't know, big as your melon, we'll say. A yeah. double a double dipper. Yeah, it was. It looked like you transplanted my head into her forehead. And a vagina on top of that. Yes. Yeah, something like that. Um, a classic battle, a back-and-forth striking match all night long. Not many take sounds, not many jujitsu efforts. Um, basically a straight kickboxing fight. Uh, it was a fantastic beret of madness. You you get so dope when you're just going off the cuff, <laughs> just like rattling off all of the MMA terms, you know? Oh, I that love it. That sounded so professional other than getting every third word wrong. It was like, honestly, I think that you might be one of the best commentators for MMA there is. You think I, at a 66% clip, I'll take that. That's yeah, nice. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a full 6-6. Six, six. Um, 66% of the time, you're 100% correct with your analysis. I love it. Ariel, Hawani's busy. Robin Black are busy. I'll be number three. Like, fuck, call me up. I'll be on your podcast. Let's go, I just baby. want to know what a beret of madness is. A beret, an onslaught of destruction. Oh, like a barrage. He's a three-piece in a yeah. soda. Yeah. The, the G and the E are <laughs> oh, silent. yeah, right. And the A is hard. So, oh, is that Cuban pronunciation? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. How would you pronounce it, Mr. Powerman? It's pronounced. Um, <laughs> the word's barrage, but... I would probably say something like Putsin. <laughs> and I don't want you to get it twisted. I was not making fun of your No, no, it's actually I, dope. I say uh, some stupid shit, so... Oh, I'm going to make up some words and keep it a little fresh, a little happening, a little hip. You know what I mean? That's what we're here for, baby. We're Keeping having some fun, fresh. Uh, overall, I'm really glad I didn't pay to watch that ufc i'm sorry that you did but yeah that was 70 bones whatever the 70 bucks is 70 bucks it comes and it goes power man fun. spent 70 bucks on beer tonight like fuck it happens and a side of eggs sometimes you got to do it <laughs> i had happen. i had a couple people after last last week's episode text me and say can you please ask power man how long he's keeping eggs in his fridge for because if your eggs go bad in your fridge, you are keeping them for a hella long time. Oh, it's there have been multiple occasions where I'll... <laughs> so I don't really spend a lot of time at my house. And like I'll feel really good about myself once in a while and be like, yeah, I'm going to buy a bunch of groceries. So then I load up my fridge. And then I stop going home for, I don't know, two, three, four months. And then all of a sudden I realize that I've had a carton of eggs in there for a year or more. Like a legit a year? Oh, over a year. Like when I lived in the condo uh, on Brock there, I think I had a carton of eggs in there from when I moved in until <laughs> I moved out, which was two years later. Did anything hatch? I'm a... <laughs> <laughs> Nothing you'd want to see. Oh like goodness. I am a literal garbage human being. <laughs> Can we clarify? When you're saying like you don't go home for three or four months, are you, you no, still I'm, sleep I go there, there, right? I go there to sleep. Okay. Yeah, it's a toxic environment right now, so I just, like, stay away. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, let's talk not about it. Not on the pod. No? Sounds like, are you getting abused at home? or I'm not. Oh, okay. Sexually, <laughs> mentally, or physically? Oh, I'm being mentally... It's it's uncomfortable to be there. But it I, is, I, hey? I can talk about it off mic. So I've heard from one of your roommates that you also emotionally abuse them by snoring at all hours of the night. So you may be in the same situation as me, but nobody can kick you to the couch no. because they can hear your snoring through the walls. 
Exactly. Which is crazy because the other two have never heard it. It's only this one roommate who can hear it. So I don't know. Maybe it's just from growing up in a house that was gigantic with nobody around you. So you got used to the perfect silence of a rich family. I, like, I don't know. There's something about that neglect that yeah, really exactly. helps you sleep at night. <laughs> yeah, but I do definitely have some kind of sleep apnea or something. So maybe I should start working out. Maybe we should all quit drinking for a little bit. That probably Fuck too. that. It's the only thing keeping me alive right now. Very fair. I wasn't going to actually admit that either. Not happen. But uh, hey. Oh, I think about it every day. Like, oh, maybe I'll stop drinking. And then I remember that it's the only thing that makes me not want to jump off a bridge. So uh, <laughs> let's keep that going. This is getting very dark. But let's that's move what on we do to, here. Yeah. We do the darkness. We do the light. Yeah. I believe in a thing called love. Just listen the to the rhythm, rhythm of my, my heart. heart. Love it. <laughs> I saw I saw a funny thing after the UFC fight, and we'll still get on that topic. Um, Paulo Costa, the next um, uh, title challenger for Israel Adesanya, Dana White said in a, in a post-fight scrum that uh, <laughs> you gotta like this one, boys. Um, that Costa came up to him, so he has Costa's had an injury, can't really fight. He was supposed to fight Adesanya for this fight, but uh, UL stepped in because Costa was injured. Uh, Costa came up to Dana White with a fake doctor's note that one of his buddies made up, basically. Like you're trying to do in grade 7 or grade 8 for not going to school that day. Dana White started howling. He goes, Costa, fight, Costa wanted this fight so bad. He came up to me with a fake fucking doctor's note like you do in grade 7. And I thought that was absolutely fucking hilarious. The man wants to fight so bad, he tries to lie. No, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm healed up. No big deal, guys. I'll, that's that's I'll the heart of a champion. I'll jump in there and scrap him out. And, uh... Dana laughed. I thought it was pretty funny because we, we, this is a professional league. We can't really do it like this, Polo. But, uh... Well, that brings up another thing. Actually, what I thought you were going to bring up. Oh, okay. uh, I saw a video of Polo Costa. Excuse me. I burped. As <clears throat> we can edit that. Oh, that stays in, baby. <laughs> I saw a video of Polo Costa um, sparring with YouTube sensation Logan Paul. I wouldn't say much of a spar. I saw this as well. Did you see what happened? A complete flatlining? Uh, he knocked him out. Cold. <laughs> All right, quick, crisp hand. That's what I thought you were referring to. Oh, the, no, The I Logan wasn't. Paul knockout. I My buddy, Handsome Emmett, He-Man, sent that to me, and I said, is that real? He's like, you can't really fake getting knocked out cold. <laughs> no, I saw that video as well. He was out. He was clean out. Yeah, yeah. that was pretty dope. Costa looks like he'd fight at 235 pounds, and he somehow cuts to 185. Costa looks like he walks around at 290 pounds. He does. He's, a, he's absolutely yoked. He's a fucking mutant. The man is... I don't know how he makes 185. Um, I'm stoked for this fight. It's going to be fan-fucking-tastic. Adesanya wants it. Costa wants it. It's got to get better than the last fight, so we'll be... We're excited. It's going to be a banger. Pretty wraps up my fucking UFC talk for the week, I think, to be honest, though. So Was there any other... Any other good parts of the fights at all? Or uh, we were kind of drinking, laughing, having some food. We watched the last two fights, uh, honestly, dialed in-wise. So. Nice, yeah. Um, oh, sorry. I did cut back to the, the... I don't know if you guys saw the Tony Ferguson, Khabib, Nurmagomedov um, uh, press conference? Did you see this? I did. That It was very dope. Did you notice or see... I didn't... This, this is recorded on a UFC film after. I kind of saw it on YouTube. My, my buddy also told me about it. Um, Tony Ferguson was wearing sunglasses the whole interview, or the stare down, and he was yelling at Khabib to take off his fucking sunglasses and look at him. Khabib was not wearing any sunglasses. Tony was in full sunglasses. He's yelling, Khabib, take off your fucking sunglasses, you fucking pussy. And everyone's looking like, what the fuck's he saying? <laughs> Tony... Tony's wearing sunglasses, the whole thing. Khabib's not. Tony was Tony also... Yelling. 
Tony was also wearing fingerless gloves. <laughs> those are sick. Those are Andrew Dice Clay shit. <laughs> Which are like, unless you're Andrew Dice Clay, the guy from Kung Fury, mm-hmm. or a professional bowler, you should not be wearing fingerless yeah. gloves. That's a pretty fair analogy. Yeah. Analysis, sorry. No. Yeah. Come uh, as you are. That's a, that's beautiful. I just thought you got, I think Patron, you would like that the most. I would have. I'm going to have to <laughs> give it a go. One, yeah. yeah, I'll, I'll put a that A lot on of list. people have forgotten how fucking good Tony Ferguson is. He's There's a, a lot weapon. of people disrespecting Tony Ferguson. I have a good friend, a friend of ours. We'll call him SDA for these purposes. We've referenced <laughs> him before. He's talking shit about Tony Ferguson. <laughs> no, he's talking shit about Tony Ferguson's mental health. <laughs> Here's the thing. Tony Ferguson might be special in the head, mm. but the one thing that he's made for is doing jujitsu and knocking <laughs> motherfuckers out. I couldn't agree more, brother. He's got that 10th planet poise. He is our one chance to dethrone the eagle. The I king. think that he has a great chance, and I uh, I hope he uh, knocks out Khabib. There's some fucking very nasty odds going on on our sports interaction websites. Here. Our boy Pistol Pete's been sending me those. But I think a um, $100 bet pays 800 for a Tony Ferguson finish, I believe. Ooh, Overall, that's very enticing. I'm thirsty, bro. I, I, feel, I feel $200 on Tony for a finish. I think that's 16 racks coming back, Big Daddy Versace's way. I'm thinking. That's, that's big money. You that's feel? big money for you. Maybe, yeah. we'll, maybe we'll go in together. I I'd be willing to well Ooh, we could just if I can jump on someone else's bet. no I'll jump on your bet we could put a hundred in together have a fun half cock bet right but it doesn't increase the odds if we put it in no, together like if we yeah. each put a hundred in together it's the same thing as us putting two hundred together it feels good though. no I'm cursed I need to glom onto somebody else oh. no it's fine sorry it's getting too dark a little coattail yeah well if it makes you feel any better the Dallas Mavericks just busted my parlay. maybe we should hop into something a little sexier. I did mention off the top the coronavirus. Yeah, I think we it behooves us to speak about it as men of science. As men of science, Jeff must behoove himself. What's behoove mean? Jeff, I just want to know, like, what do you think of what's going on in the world right now with the coronavirus? Uh, if I'm, in, I'm most successful I've ever been in my life, I'm very happy. Actually, I didn't give a fuck about the world, really. It's all about me and my friends, and we're doing great, so... Coronavirus can suck my fucking dick. They're a bunch of pussies, I think. You're an absolute coward if you get it. Um, yeah, it's like pussies that get AIDS, even. It's just your weak person. It's nothing to do with uh, science at all. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, you heard it here first, folks. Coronavirus, you'll only get it if you're a fucking pussy. Yeah, <clears throat> or weak, mentally-minded weak as well. Yes, wow, dude. that's not where I thought that was going. Oh. Was, I'm happy to hear the things are going well for you, though. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you guys uh, if you guys heard, but GNS in Victoria. Yeah. Uh, the Glenlyon Norfolk School. Yes. Which Power Man says, fuck the rich, is, I think, his actual quote. I think my actual quote was something like, uh, those rich motherfuckers could stand to get taken down a pig. Okay. Which well, is, I was coming in a little hot this, this morning. This is an Oak Bay sports, sports facility? It's a, it's, a, it's a private school in oh. Oak Bay, yeah. Okay. Uh, but Glenn Lyon has decided to go to spring break early because a member of the school, they don't call them students there, they call them members, Dude. has contracted the coronavirus. Huh, pretty weak. So person. that's the first. That's the first. Fact. Uh, <laughs> that's the first case in Victoria that we have confirmed, which is kind of crazy. Money, money doesn't buy you everything, apparently, eh? Apparently, yeah. So I was just wondering, has the outlook for you guys changed at all since things are hitting a little closer to home? No, just booked a trip to Vegas too. Actually, gonna go right into attack cheap flights, you know. And that exchange That's a rate's great going move. better too. Yeah, no, it's not affecting me whatsoever. 
Is that is that a dumb call? Man, maybe it is, but I mean, I eat terrible food. I treat my body horribly, and my immune system is better than most of the people that I know because I'm a garbage person. Mm. So like shit like this doesn't really phase me that much. Because I mean, even if I get it, it's just going to be like a little cold, or maybe it kills me, and then like, win-win. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's one of those things, just like SARS, it's getting blown way out of proportion. I've also got a lot of like conspiracy theory ideas about it. Please just tell us, like, let's let's I'll get go into for that the top. We'll go for the top. I believe that it's highly likely that coronavirus was either engineered by the Chinese government in an effort to exert more control over their people and or the world. Or it was engineered by somebody else to uh, exert the same kind of force over the world. Because you see countries like Italy who are in complete lockdown. It's crashed. It's crashing the economy. People are quote-unquote dying. I don't even know if any of these people who have died are real. So do you think it's like the Greek people who have a weak economy or created this virus they can't, they to can't try afford to bring to create the rest the of the... No, 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 no. This would be this would be either China or America or Russia, one of the like one of the nations with actual money. But what but why Basil? <laughs> oh, well I because if you keep people terrified and you make them lock themselves in their homes and impose self-quarantines, then you can keep them afraid and under control. My other my other theory that I haven't actually heard yet is that it was generated by big toilet paper. Because what I've been hearing... This makes sense. What I've been hearing is that every day by 10 a.m., Costco is completely sold out of toilet paper. You know what I thought? These people are fucking retarded. Because I don't know about you, but my bathroom has a fucking shower in it. And if I run out of goddamn toilet paper, guess what? I'm hopping in the goddamn shower and I'll wash my ass. I shit in a shower. Big fucking deal. Yeah, it's just waffle stomp, baby. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> I've never heard that terminology before, but uh, that's disgusting. First of all, that's yeah, gross. Second of all, I think that part of the fear from toilet paper is actually uh, a little deeper than it may seem. So deeper. Those companies like Charmin and another company, and, <laughs> Royale and, and Kirkland Bount- Bounty makes Kirkland. So like those companies, paper towel. The they, uh, they can't make two papers. No, the the paper is Canadian paper. It's from our logging industry. But much like... Oh, that softwood lumber. But purchased m- from China. Much like our water, which we ship away to get bottled and then we buy back, we also ship our paper away. We, we ship our lumber away and then we buy it back. So I think that the majority of those paper companies are actually making their toilet paper in China. Oh, So the shit. fear isn't that they're going to be shitting themselves to death to the point that they need 15 rolls of toilet paper. The fear is that there will be an international shortage of toilet paper. That's what I'm saying, though. Who fucking cares? Okay, get, a, so, get a bidet. You use the fucking shower. Like, okay, you can... okay, give me a second. Sure. A leaf. You can shit and shower until the cows come home. Eventually, it gets a little bit annoying if you're at the workplace and you need to be hosing your asshole off mm, every point. time you go to the washroom. And for the lady folk out there, they also like to dry it off after they take a, a That's pee. That's a fair point. So, I mean, I get what you're saying. And honestly, right now, I would say 65% of the time that I take a shit, I'm taking a shower. Mm. So I would say that That's for a high me, percentage. Uh, well, Do you think uh, it's going to drive coffee sales down? 
No, because coffee doesn't make a real man shit. That is fucking bullshit. That is absolute bullshit. It's I don't not. know what the fuck you're talking. It's, it's a diabetic. You. Dick. Well, if you guys had a regular poop pattern like I do, and regularly drank coffee like I do, you wouldn't have to worry about it. I, well, poop I don't when I get up in the morning. It. It's the only way I can shit. I, <laughs> that's once again because you're a garbage man. <laughs> exactly. The garbage man can. Man, I, I kind of wish that I was an actual garbage man because then I'd be getting paid some real money. Man, union wages. That's a good yeah. job. That's a Sorry. good fucking job. What are they? What are they called? Uh, not maintenance. Waste workers. management Waste disposal management. technician. There we go. Oh, Boom. Fuck. That sounds pretty great. There we go again. Anyways, I what didn't are mean your? To... What do you? What do you think about this whole world well, stage? I think that one of the funnier narratives going around are people saying. The coronavirus has only killed X number of people. The flu kills this many people every year. It's like, yeah, but this has existed for two months. So you're comparing two months of data to 12 months every year. That's a fucking, first of all, stupid argument. Second of all, I don't think that the the regular flu can be compared to this because we don't have a vaccination for this. You can't, Correct. You can't compare something that we have a vaccine for to something that's completely unheard of and also seems to spread in ways that we've never seen with a widespread pathogen like this. Yeah, it really just like exploded all over the world. Yeah. I'm really hoping it's like the start of Akira or The Stand or something like that where it's just something that kind of grinds society to a halt. I saw a very funny tweet. Stephen King tweeted yesterday. Folks, this is not the start of the stand. Don't worry about it. And somebody t- somebody replied to his tweet, Have you even read the book, you fucking idiot? And of course, Stephen King was the author that wrote, wrote the, the stand. stand. So. Are you guys, being the garbage man, you are a power man. Do you, does one get sick often, or are you one of the once every five years kind of get sick kind of character? No, I usually get at least like one cold a year but it lasts maybe like four days Hmm. although i did have the theory that maybe i'm just always sick and i just got used to dealing with it really (laughs) yeah i don't know it's it's either one or the other i might just have always had bronchitis i'm not sure interesting thought bro i have like cast iron lungs from all the smoking so yeah you've been off the darts lately have you cut back (laughs) no (laughs) i'm usually only off the darts when i can't afford to buy a pack oh and i haven't really like gotten into stealing yet oh i know a guy that's actually true. Let's he does call him. Guy. Uh, question for you, Power Man. We Answer. Re- we had a segment last week which was wildly popular, actually. Uh, what was Power Man eating this week? Did you Ooh. have any special treats that you had? I You showed up with a case of beer today, so obviously payday is afoot. I got paid this morning. There you go. Uh, and I didn't have to pay that many bills. So uh, going to be living large for three days. It's going to be great. <laughs> nice. Uh, what have I been eating? Fucking... You been in the new KFC in Langford yet? Is it open now? Uh, two days ago, apparently. Oh, fuck. It's like right down the road from my house. I That's know it is. fucked. Maybe we'll go together. Well, I'm going there tomorrow. Uh, yeah, no. I, uh, I've i been a eating zinger. a lot of um, Wassa crackers and peanut butter. What the fuck's a Wassa cracker? It's a, it's a rye cracker made in Norway. Interesting. It's pretty great. It's like a bread alternative. Okay, Richie. What, what is it price per They're pouch? $3 for a little bag that'll last me two weeks. Two weeks? Well, maybe a week, depending on how much I'm eating of them. But That's very fair. Yeah, is I've been it, is there a dip you go with it? Just peanut butter oh. I usually use. So I've been doing a lot of crackers and peanut butter. Interesting. Uh, it's kind of about it. Mm-hmm. I uh, had the pleasure of sampling the newest McDonald's menu item. Fuck. The chicken breakfast sandwich. That is wow. Fu- Do they use the junior chicken patty? Yes. Ugh. I don't know how I feel about this. It's deli- It's unbelievably good. 
You've got cheese. You've got mayo. You've got a bun. Yes. Sad. And you've got a junior chicken patty for breakfast. How no many? egg. No egg. What the fuck? You can How? add an egg. How you... many did you run? One. Don't lie to me. I did. I swear to God. I'm they... not a breakfast guy. Yeah, me neither. I heard something about a McGriddle, too. Do they have a McGriddle well, version? Well, okay, Jeff. Sorry I lied to you. I went through the <laughs> drive-thru, and I, I ordered the chicken McGriddle, mm-hmm. which, first of all, that sounds amazing. It's like a chicken and waffle sandwich. Let's go, baby. Hello. I ordered the chicken McGriddle. I pulled through the drive-thru, and when I pulled it out of my bag, it was the chicken breakfast sandwich. So I ate as much of it as I could as I peeled back into the drive-thru. And said, I took three bites of this and then realized it wasn't what I ordered. So then they gave me a chicken McGriddle. Wow. Did you get to keep the bitten one too? I, w- I like go go to the second window and I like held it like out with like a peasant. three bites out of it. And they're like, we do not want that back. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Thank you. And then they were making the other one and brought over and I'm eating the fucking. <laughs> so two for one, really. It was a two for one scenario. That's tight. And you got both. The McGriddle was what? tremendous. Is that the winner? Oh yeah. Total price point? 369, I think. Ooh, wow. nice. That might've been with my coffee too. Like it might've been Ooh. 369, including fucking the- giving them away. They've got dollar five coffees going on right now. Any size baby. I've been hitting that. So, sorry, I haven't just been eating peanut butter and crackers. I've also been hitting an extra-large McDonald's coffee every day. Extra-large for a dollar five. Yeah. Very good deal. Sorry, I didn't mean to... There. This is boring as shit. I apologize I don't know. I think this McDonald's talk is like uh, Everyone some of the food. most exciting thing we've talked about No free weeks. ads. No free ads. We have to go for a Zinger sandwich on Thursday night. Fucking right. So let's go to Vegas. I'm off at nine. Well, can I join you <sighs> after? 9.15. I love a Zinger. They used to have the spicy Zinger BLT. Yeah, oh I know about that. God, that was heavenly. How do you feel about the KFC's fries? Ah, they're, they're actually good. They're, they're elite. Only good for they the might first be elite. Ten minutes. Yes, if they're fucking a little but, bit cold, they're toast. But fresh, they might be better than A and W, the new. Oh, hundred percent. The recipe. Hundred percent. I'm not an A and W guy. So I got to tell you guys a funny Hold story. On one sec. The double down. Can we get that back, please? That's What's, all. I, sorry, explain. The double down at KFC. What's that? I just derailed the whole thing. It doesn't matter. It's ch- it's it's chicken as a bun with oh, bacon okay. and cheese. Oh, okay. Sorry, on I know. Yeah. I apologize. Yep. Okay. Never had one. I'm sorry, Cole. So I got to tell you guys a story. Okay. The year was 2014. <laughs> I was working in a local mall. Let's just say it rhymed with gay fare. And a friend that I was working with, um, no, it wasn't, but he kind of challenged me, but also challenged himself. The challenge was to eat one thing from every restaurant in the food court. In a two-hour span. Two hour? Two hours. Sorry, sorry. At this point, what? 12, 14 restaurants? Uh, eight. It says like ten. Call it ten. Okay. We weren't counting Orange Julius. We weren't counting Tim Hortons. And we weren't counting Starbucks. But you got Arby's there. That's when Arby's the was there. Subway. Senshi Walk. Fucking oh, Umi yeah. Sushi. What's it? The yeah. Greek place. Uh, no, yeah, they didn't. Opa. Opa didn't. was there. They yeah. had Opa. Yeah. Shit. Uh, Mrs. Vanelli's was there. Sushi. Classic. No, actually, sorry, Boy was there at the time. Anyways, so we started at either side. So I started at, at uh, Lady Boy, in the Tramp style. And he started at Arby's. And I'm thinking Arby's. I ended up getting to KFC. So I went I went through Boy, I went through uh, Opa, I went through Manchu Walk, I went to KFC, and at KFC I got a double down. 
a zinger double down. And after eating that, I felt like I was going to die. The bathroom is And it was loose. funny. I saw him because he was at Alibaba. So the only one that we needed to go th- past to meet each other was A&W. We couldn't make it. So we each made it to sort of like the corners, but couldn't make it past that. No way. Yes. That was that one of close. the best and worst days of my life. This is this when you were still in fighting form as well. Like, yes. Oh yeah. And I could because I feel like I could dummy that right now. No, like I could eat way more when I was in good shape and playing sports. I could. Huh. I could fucking. Oh, I could take down some food. <laughs> oh now I don't think that you could, Power Man. We should almost film it as a content piece. You trying to eat at every single, and Jeffrey and I will eat our lunch and we'll bankroll. We'll pay for yeah. you. You're you're willing to split that with me, hey yep, Jeff? Fine, fine. Now, yeah. you you said you have to get one thing from each place. Yes. Doesn't so matter what that thing is. The criteria was. I don't want to see some fucking waters on this tab. The, the no, no, cri- no, I'm saying the criteria <laughs> was it had to be an orderable thing on the menu. Like you of couldn't go to Opa and order some pita bread, right? You couldn't go to A and W and order like uh, small fry. A, 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 a chicken patty, right? No, no, no. You had to order something. Sure. So the example is like at Manchuwak, I got a like a, a small thing of sweet and sour pork. At Opa, I got some of the I got two of their chicken skewers. Fuck yeah. At Fo Boy, I had an actual entire bowl of pho, which is a very <laughs> poor way to start the competition. So a five dollar minimum, maybe say as well. Yes, yeah, not a bad idea. A four, maybe a four again. Yeah, for I feel like the four to five area, there's not too much that falls in that span. Yeah. You can't right? honey so, dick a drink. Yeah, you know? exactly. No, of course not. It's got to be food. Okay. Man, I fucking love Arby's. A lot, I, of, a lot of people say it's shit, and I fucking, it's dank. I would she, never eat anything other than the fries, but. Oh, their curly fries are pretty good. How's yeah. the roast beef sandwich? I've, I've seen the commercial. I've never had one. I love it. I've heard that it's actually a bag of liquid meat that they just kind of like pour out, but like, it's delicious. And they get the fucking horsey sauce and the. You had my sauce. curiosity. Now you have my attention. <laughs> <laughs> a bag of meat, you said. <laughs> a nice bag of meat. Fuck. Well, that was. I like that segment. That was a bit of a tangent, yeah, anyways. Were, were, we, were, we right talking about, Fuck, were we talking about something? Uh, well, I wanted to bring up something. I don't know if you boys caught it, but the XFL did something this past week that I've never seen the NFL do in all of my days watching football. The XFL and their referees butchered the last minute of a football game, in which case they should have been giving the ball back to the uh, to the team that was trailing with 50 seconds left, and they didn't. They ran the clock off. Now, in the XFL, within the last two minutes, the clock stops automatically after every play. It's different than the NFL, where the clock can continue to run. So what had happened here was the player took a knee, and the XFL judges decided to keep running the clock now if this happened in the nfl the game would have ended it would have been over the issue here was in the xfl the clock should have stopped they awarded the game to the wrong team in the sense that the other team should have had a chance to possess the ball so after the game was over they came out and they publicly apologized for it and they stated that the referee that made the call would be put on a different assignment yeah he got reassigned this is a huge deal. It's amazing. The reason why this is a huge deal is because the NFL has always been a league that stands behind their bullshit calls. And Jeffrey, you know a lot about this. We've seen the fail Mary. We've seen the holy roller. We've seen a lot of plays over time that should have been called back due to proper... Yes, if sir. the If the rules were applied properly. 
but never, ever has the NFL come out and say, you know what, we fucked this up. No, they cover their tracks very well. It's brutal. And so that's one thing that the XFL is doing that I hope the NFL can learn from a little bit. Yeah, that's great. I'd like to see more of it. And we have officially hit the halfway point of the XFL season. Have you guys been uh, tuning in pretty hard, pretty aggressively watching Monday games? I'm not going to lie. I've seen fuck all. I saw week one. I really haven't watched much since. Uh, I watched week I'm not one a good two. fan. I watched week one and two. It's been really tough. Yeah. I've, I've watched all but one of the Vipers games. Wow. Really? Not, the Vipers that hard. And the thing that's crazy, like not to get too in-depth in XFL, because I'm sure there's nobody listening that watches the <laughs> XFL, but uh, the Tampa Bay Vipers, my favorite team, lead the, lead the league in offense. And are one and five or one and four, it's unprecedented. They're a Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, it's like very similar. It's crazy though. They lead in yardage for passing and yardage for rushing. They're the number one offense in the league, except they don't lead in scoring, and they're one and four. They can't stop anyone, basically. I think that they just don't score very well. They've turned it over in the red zone. It's oh. they have fucking Mark Tressman as their head coach. A red happens. Turn over the red zone. It happens. Yeah. Tressman was a solid coach for the Chicago Bears and the Montreal Alouettes. Now he's in the XFL, I guess. So, well, I guess that tells you enough about his uh, the quality of his game. Yes. Speaking of football, I know that the NFL season is now long behind us, and we're all waiting with bated breath until September rolls around. But uh, we got some new. Uh, we got some news. We did actually. You know what? August 9th, I believe, is the alumni game. Oh, Pittsburgh and Dallas, I believe. So NFL's, you know, Hall of Fame game. Hall of Fame game. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll see August. NFL's back in August. Wait, sorry. Does that mean that uh, pre preseason? They're their current rosters playing for the Hall of Fame. The, no, 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 I, no, I, no, no. I, I just fucked up. The Hall of Fame game is a game that's played in Canton, Ohio, where uh-huh. the Football Hall yes. of Fame is, and it's the official kickoff to the NFL season. It's the first preseason game of the year. Okay. And so they are their actual rosters playing that. It's not alumni like. I mean, it's their rosters in the sense that these players are on the team. At Terry this Bradshaw point. will not be playing okay, that game. Thank you. That is the clarification it. I was looking for. Um, very fair. Um, I, heard, I heard more than rumors today. Mr. Dak Dakota Prescott turned down thirty-three million dollars per year with a hundred and five million dollars guarantee. Said, you know, you know, it's not good enough for me. Is he smoking crack? I, I hope so. I honestly hope he is. If $33 million isn't good enough for a, I don't know, what what do you call him, an average quarterback? Us. He, he's above average, but... Yeah. There's 30 quarterbacks in the NFL. I'd give him a 12th to 14th rank, I would say, yeah. in that area. Yeah, I'd give him like a 9 to 12. Because oh, we're in the same wheelhouse, you know? Yeah. So when $33 million is enough for you for one season to play the game you love... How do you look in the mirror the next day, Powerman? I want to name quarterbacks that currently make $33 million or more. Kick okay? it, baby. Let's go. Aaron Rodgers makes $33.5 million a year. One ring should have one or two more. Going to the Hall of Fame. One of the best ever to do it. Ben Roethlisberger currently makes $34 million a year. Two rings? Two rings going to the Hall of Fame. Yep. Correct. Potentially going to be one of the top five all-time passing yardage leaders. Making $35 million is Russell Wilson. One ring, good should quarterback. Have, should have two. Runner-up, MVP, very good quarterback. The only the only quarterback that makes more than $33 million, that's a question mark, is our boy Jared Goff, Jeff's MVP pick. Yeah, that backfired. Now, that new generation signing. 
Question for you, and this is not a trick question at all. Jared Goff is better than Dakota Prescott. There you go. You answer my question. Uh, and I and do you agree? As much as I hate the Rams, <laughs> I know you do. As much as I hate Jared Goff, if you give me a choice between those two guys, I'm taking Goff ninety percent of the time. Ninety nine for me. Ninety nine point nine yeah. degrees there. for me. Ninety eight degrees, good bound. Yeah, Nick that's Lachey, what I shout out, yeah. what up, fat dick, so chicken of the sea. That's just cool. crazy to me. It's crazy to me because I think that he hasn't done enough to deserve it. I just don't know where the fuck he gets off thinking that he does. Well, the, you missed the playoffs with one of the best rosters in football last and year. And the shittiest division in football. Yeah, but like far and away, no offense, Jeffrey, no, far fair, and away it's... the shittiest division in football. Not even close. And you lost out the division title to the Philadelphia Eagles, who legitimately had the largest laundry list of injured reserve players I've ever seen they literally in football history. They literally 37% of their starters not playing. It's craziness. That game, and they still lost, and, and Dak wants more money. 33 fucking million dollars, and you want more. So if you're the Cowboys here... You're Stephen Jones, you're Jerry Jones, you're Mike McCarthy, the new incumbent head coach. Nice incumbent. What do you do here? Do you pay him more than $33 million a year? You trade him for a f- top five pick. No one will probably take that, though, so it's an impossible pick. Um, yeah. I don't know. How do, how do you afford to pay an average quarterback anymore than that? It's fucking ridiculous. He's, how- he, like, he's, he's not necessarily so bad that you'd want to let him walk no he's no, not bad you don't want to but, let him walk but it's just like you, we're not you're saying not he's gi- bad either though you're not giving him that money and if you do you're a putz it's the same as like giving that money to william nylander different league kind of a different situation but not really anyway you're somebody, talking the same area i know what you're saying, somebody who thinks sure. that they're worth way more than they actually are also mari cooper is probably going to be gone um well, they just have such a good defense. They have one of the best offensive lines maybe ever. Ever. And what and so for Dak to say that he deserves more than more than 30, he's not worth 33. So he's not he worth 28. Like this is ridiculous. I I just don't understand where he's coming from. He doesn't have a leg to stand on. So what is that? 2 times 16 is 32. He wants more than 2.2 million dollars a game? Yeah. You want fucking what? $600,000 a quarter? To be fucking average? That was some quick math, Jeffrey. Well, thanks. I, can't, I just can't get over... When you can look in the mirror and say, $33 million is enough money for me for one year of football. I, I, I'm i just flabbergasted. I don't know what to say. It's just, it's just fucking... Well, and this... Uh, and sorry if you were going to get this on your laundry list. I said laundry list twice. Delete that, Pyroman. Sorry if you were going <laughs> to get to this on your list of things that you have there, but I also think that this just adds more fuel to the quarterback carousel fire that we have going on. Because if Dak isn't playing in Dallas, it means he's playing elsewhere. Of course. So this is now, like, what are we going to call it? The fifth big-name quarterback that is in play and in rotation? Here's a great question for you. You want James Jameson Winston or Dak Prescott? <laughs> uh, I'll I w- take Jameis all day. I would take Jameis, too, honestly. Jameis so- has more arm talent. I'm with you 100%. And now he's had the LASIK. So, I mean, we were making the point earlier in the year that maybe that's going to be his kryptonite. But being able to see might actually really help him. Yeah, no more Jameis Squinston. Shout out PMT. Yeah, I I think that it's going to be a really interesting uh, time when we look at how many quarterbacks are up in play. It's nuts. Philadelphia, Rivers, 
Yeah, Philadelphia Rivers is Tom up there. Brady. Tom Brady, fucking Brady, Derek Carr, Derek Jacoby Carr. Brissett, all these guys. James oh, even Winston. Jacoby. Well, uh, because uh, somebody's Keenum, somebody's going to the Colts. Brady, right? Like, why would you not go to the Colts if you're one of these quarterbacks? You think Brady? Like, I, I've well, that's what I've said since the early. He's going to Vegas. I don't think he's so. going to Vegas. You think so? Dana, I think so. Dana White says so. I think he's going to Vegas. He Dana White was chirping Tom Brady, their friends, apparently, and he said, "You got to come to Vegas." He goes. And his Instagram, he said, I got a very interesting uh, text from uh, Robert Kraft the night, the night after. He was fucking livid with him. Kraft was yeah. very upset he, with Uncle He told Dana. Dana to shut the fuck up. Shut your mouth. It's tampering. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very offseason, man. Quarterback, the biggest offseason quarterback accusations in NFL history. I would say so. Absolutely. It's got to be, right? And then uh, this is so funny, too. We haven't even talked about Patrick Mahomes is still has like he hasn't even had the opportunity oh. to sign a deal yet. If Dak's getting 35 minimum, pay what? the man a hundred million a year. Give him, <laughs> give him a hundred. He's double the, he's double the quarterback. He's 70. He's 23. He's won a Super Bowl. He's won an MVP. He's, he's the best quarterback in the league right now. If like, Dak right. gets 35, Mahomes should get 70. <laughs> That's my math. He's double his I quarterback. Mean, I mean, yes, I agree that he's double the quarterback, but I would say he, he would be worth on the actual quarterback market, 40, he'll, 45. He'll sign for $40 million. You think 40 I, I think he'll sign the first $200 million contract. So I bet you he'll get a, what is that, 5 by 4 Yeah, that's five years. Yeah. Nice math. Thank you. Quick maps. I'm getting good. All boys. guaranteed. All guaranteed. That'd be nuts. Yeah. A uh, would you be surprised, though, for that no, age? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. It's all guaranteed. You know, you know that that guy's not going to be accidentally punching a hooker, doing cocaine. He's also not a flash in the pan. Like, you've seen yeah. him consistently be the, well, consistently over two and a half seasons, but. Did he you guys is... see the report that came out that he didn't learn how to read a defense oh, until halfway through 2018? That's nuts. One more offseason? He didn't start playing quarterback until he was 16. Oh, the Jesus guy's been Christ. playing football as a quarterback for six seasons, and he's won the Super Bowl and won league MVP. What do you do if you're KC? This that actually load, makes load me up a appeal. middle linebacker, someone a very highly touted defensive prospect this year, maybe if you're K- Kansas City. If you're Kansas City, shore I think up that, that defense? yeah, you need to shore up that defense and and really the run stopper is what they need. I, I agree. Like they have a couple good pass rushers, but. Uh, yeah, they need to shore up that defense. We will have many podcasts to talk about yes. what the draft is going to look like. We're getting pretty close there. I wanted to talk about a signing that affects both of you boys. Oh, I, uh, I was yeah, wondering I if that was coming up. Oh, it's on my notes. I want to talk first to Jeffrey. Jeffrey, can you give the people at home a scouting report on what Josh Norman brings to the table? Um, we'll judge him over the last two years. He'll drop balls. He won't read coverages. He'll jump routes. He'll blame everyone else in the defense when he fucks up. Um, he's the biggest pass your buck cornerback in the NFL history. Uh, he's overhyped. He's a bad attitude. Um, doesn't seem like a good guy at all, honestly, either. I don't know. He, and, and how much ma- money was he making roughly on his uh, stint in Washington? 14 and a half racks. Jesus. And now he's signed with Buffalo for a $6 million deal, possibly $8 million deal with incentives. Um, for you know what? Honestly, I did knock him there. If this, if he would have came down to six mil a year for the Redskins, I would have signed him for one year as well. How old is he? He's same age. I think he's around my age, like 31, okay. 32 ish, kind of guy. Um, was at one point considered the best corner in football for one year. For one, he played fantastic one year, two years even. He played great. Um, will he be playing second fiddle to Tredavious White this year? He will be. He's uh, I. I don't think he'll be starting by the end of the year. 
I don't think he'd be starting week wow. five. Wow. If he played anything like he did the last year and a half, I'm not trying to knock guys. He's not a piece of shit. He's yeah, a, hey, maybe a fresh start is really uh Maybe, maybe fantastic. Right? I don't know. I don't think so. But uh, he's, He sounds <laughs> like he's excited to be there, but I mean, that's what players do when they... He's also a spaz, and he oh, has yeah? a very poor attitude, and yeah, he's he, the one that... He likes his Instagram a lot more, and he likes practicing. Put it that way. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. No, we need people who trust in the process and put in work. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to be And him. pucks in deep. Yeah, that's right. What Fuck, else do you have on your list there? Jeffrey I got um, last year's top three pick, Jets pick, Quentin Williams, um, arrested at the Kennedy Airport with a Glock 9mm in his hip. Um, this man tried to board a plane with a handgun on his hip. Um, Cole, Josh, I, I don't really know what to say. Um, illegal firearm as well, sorry. There's no permit. There was, he was, it was a concealed weapon onto a plane. Uh, I, I don't know what to say. What, can you help me out? Like, Boys, it feels like only a short year ago we were talking about Quinn and Williams and laughing in jovial tones. Bless you. Thank you. About the way he blessed himself and thanked himself in a pre-draft interview. <laughs> Sorry, what? One of the best pre-draft interviews of all time. This same beautiful boy brings a gun Onto an airplane. What are you thinking? Six foot five, 348 pound man. It could be that he just forgot it was there. I forget about my gun all the time. I'm just saying, like, you're big like that. You may not feel it on your hip. You just kind of, like, maybe you had a really busy day. Your mom's fucking barking at you on your ear. You got your old lady on the side. She's barking at you all day. You're driving to the fucking, you're driving to the airport. And just, like, traffic is terrible, and, like, people keep cutting you off, and you're just getting, like, totally flustered. Totally forget about the fucking I feel like all of those situations you're bringing up are times where I would remember I have a gun. Well, I'd, <laughs> I'd probably like, shoot someone. This bitch is yapping at yeah. me. Yeah, that's, uh... Pop, pop. This asshole just cut me off. <laughs> Very yeah. fair point. So uh, do we know what's happening? Is he getting... Uh, obviously, there's going to be some recourse. You can't bring a fucking gun into an airport, let alone near a plane. The story kind of went dead. I don't know what really happened. I mean, the Jets owners might have done something, paid someone off. I have no idea. Mm. I'm speculating. I have no idea. Didn't really hear much elaboration after the fact, so wait and see. <laughs> yeah, I guess. It's the old wait and see approach. I guess. Um, um, they, instead of onside kicks, they're going to have a one play for 15, a first and 15 or a fourth and 15, I guess you could call it. Oh, okay. You, so they need to gain 15 yards to get a first down instead of an onside. So you kick. get the ball and you just have to gain 15 the yards 35. and then you get the ball back? Yes. Jeez, that's yes. cool. I hope that goes through because ever since the player movement has disappeared from kickoffs, it seems almost impossible to convert an onside kick. Yeah, what is it? What do you guess? What, 5 8% chance kind of thing? I think it's even lower than that. I think, think it's so? like 1% or 2% now. Remember, because you used to have the guys running up to the line. Yeah, it's a good call. And then when they got rid of the run-up, it made it so that guys had to stand still before the ball was kicked. And that's basically made, well, kick returns are way down, Yeah, let alone onside kick recoveries. Yeah, I think that's a really good idea. Because 4th and 15 is long enough that it's a tough play to make, but, but it's, it's still lot... close enough that you can make it, What right? do you think, 10-15% chance? 20% chance? Probably 20%. Yeah, it's a lot. And I take 20% over 2. Yeah, it's, it's, it's and it's a... Depends if you have a quarterback to helm, throwing that deep ball, um, a DB, blowing a route. You know what I mean? It could be an easy ball. It's a lot fucking easier than a, a kicker turn, onside kick. So, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. I see that there's a lot of uh, trepidation from the Players Association to sign this new collective bargaining agreement. 
obviously a big part of that is the NFL proposing an extra regular season game. I mean, just one. I'm selfish. I would love to see a 17th game every year. I think well, yeah. that that's right. Like, I don't think any fan is saying they shouldn't do that. But well, I think let's get two. The problem is not paying them in kind, right? I think it was every player gets an extra two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for that 17th game. Which, when you look at the amount of money that they actually make, that's peanuts and not worth it. Well, right? especially guys like Dak Prescott who are going to be two and, making two and a half mil per game. You can right? suck. He can suck. Actual horn. Yeah. Oh. Hello. Yeah. Interesting rules coming out. Um, I had one more NFL news and note. Uh, Mr. Tony Romo will sign a one year $17 million deal with uh, NBC um, to talk about football. He deserves it. He's electric. He's the reason why I will watch CBS broadcasts usually. I want to disagree with you, but fuck yeah. I, yeah, I would never watch NBC without him. He is did, great. Did you hear that ESPN is trying to take that amount of money and up it and offer it to Peyton Manning to be the Monday Night Football color? Oh, I thought they were Al trying Michaels. to snag Al Michaels, yeah. No, they're trying to pair them. Yes, Al and Peyton. Peyton can fuck off. Like, I don't want to hear that dumb motherfucker say another goddamn word. I don't want to see that That's forehead actually, like, so much. It's It's not fair of me. I've never met the guy. I've barely even seen him play. He just, I just hear him open his goddamn stupid mouth, and then I just like don't want to hear any more of it. Boys, we me and my whole family, we play football. He's boys, like, anyway. boys, we very rarely agree on things, but I think one thing we can agree is that the less Peyton Manning we have in our living rooms, the better. Well, I'll take Eli. Manning's. I'll take Eli. No, no. Less Manning. Eli's a fucking idiot. Fuck yeah, Archie. Well, I know, but he's, but he's a, like a lovable idiot. No, he's, he's not. He's a fucking no? idiot. You think? Okay. That's a lot of vitriol. Sorry. I was just raised to hate the Mannings. The That's Mannings. fair. I feel strongly. Uh, it, it's uh, nice to feel something. It's... The trash man. <laughs> it cuts like a knife. And then they just start like eating trash. But it feels so right. Boys, I I know we're getting a little long because we talked about food for so such a lengthy time. But long. Did you have any NBA or, or NHL news you wanted to go over? Um, the NBA is strolling along. It's getting near playoff time, but no real NBA stats or scoreboard watching. I, I wouldn't mind talking about a beef though. Ooh, I love beef, especially Wagyu. <laughs> It's Wagyu, fuckhead. Well, not uh, where I'm from. <laughs> anyways, Sir Charles Barkley. <laughs> Should we say versus? Ah, versus. Draymond Big Lip Green. Uh, it's Draymond Money Green, money first green. of all. Yeah, Steph Curry made him that money. He's a fucking putz. <laughs> um, if you guys have watched the NBA here and there, you'll know um, NBA star announcer, ex-player, Houston Rocket legend, Charles Barkley, outspoken one. And uh, Draymond, I don't know, kind of a similar cat. Outspoken, doesn't do a lot, looks like he does a lot, misses a lot of games, rides everyone else's coattails, and thinks he's the star of the fucking show, Green. Baines? Well, I mean, you, <laughs> you can't take away from his accomplishments. I mean, he's a three-time NBA champion. He, you can take that away pretty quick. Cause, he's, uh, a, he's a defensive force. He's a triple-double machine. I mean, the guy would have won. The machine? The guy would have won finals MVP if uh, LeBron hadn't have turned into an absolute beast in 2017. Yeah, and if Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, and Clay Thompson were there, he would have done something real for sure. Well, 
Kevin Durant wasn't on the team that year. So oh, I'm talking about last year he was chief. Um, but yeah, the beef basically surrounds these two guys just don't like each other. <laughs> yeah. One is still on the court and one is in the booth. Sir Charles has never pulled punches with current players or former players, most notably physically punching Shaquille O'Neal when they played against each other. <laughs> but uh, in recent weeks, it seems like it's turned into a full-blown beef between Draymond Green and Charles Barkley. Which there we re- love here at the Half Cock Podcast. We do, absolutely. We are definitely here for it, as We're the behind kids that. say. There was a very funny quote made today. By Charles Barkley. It was fucking amazing. Would you like to go over what it was? I'd like you to attack it. Basically, Charles Barkley said, and I'm not directly quoting, he said, you're part of the boy band, but you're the worst member of the boy band. One day you're going to realize that people aren't here to see you. They're here to see Justin Timberlake. (laughs) Which I thought was a very, very, (laughs) very good way of putting it. Because, of course, in that team, in no particular order, you had Andre Iguodala, who was better than him. Yes. You had Clay Thompson, who was better than him. Twice. Two, three times better. Yep. You had Stephen Curry, who's one of the best players of all time. Yeah, four times better than him. And Kevin Durant, who, when healthy, is the best player in the league. I uh, couldn't agree more. So I get where Charles is coming from here. <laughs> um, is it hard to be a defensive rebounder or specialist when all those guys are getting all the points and all the love all the time? I'm I not think, saying it's easy. Don't I, get me wrong. I think that it's tough to take your game from being a fringe second-round draft pick to being an all-star who's won three championships. I don't think anybody is saying that Draymond Green was necessarily carried to those championships. How how would Draymond Green be in a Sacramento King? Um, Here's an example I'll use, Jeffrey. Do you know who Patrick McCaw is? I'm familiar with his name. Not, not Patrick too much McCaw more. won... Two championships with the Golden State Warriors and one championship with the Toronto Raptors. He was on the Raptors team last year. Yes. Patrick McCaw was carried to three titles. Draymond Green competed and also was a key cog in them winning those titles. Very true. Do I think that the Warriors would have won their first two championships if Draymond Green wasn't there? I do, but I see your point. Maybe, yeah. but the argument can be made that they won because he was there. He He's was a, a starter, player. and he was a key part of their rotation, especially on a team that is a fairly small team in terms of their size. Yeah, okay. Now, do I think that Draymond Green has at any point been the best player on that team? No, I don't think so. Top three best players? Even this no. season when he was injured, I think that D'Angelo Russell was better than him, and then Andrew Wiggins was better than him. He was. So I think that Draymond Green needs to... F- for once in his life, shut the fuck up. He's a good fifth wheel. Play some basketball. Yeah. Shut up and dribble. There's five positions. It's okay to be the fifth guy, but fuck don't you. act like you're the first guy. You're starting the NBA team. That's amazing. Don't even act like you're the second guy. No. You can be the third guy, eh. but you're probably the fourth guy. Yeah, fifth guy. <laughs> but hey. I'm glad that we agree on that. Yeah, we do. Uh, in NBA news, the <laughs> not the Toronto Raptors, the Boston Celtics clinched a playoff berth tonight. Woo! They did one week after the Toronto Raptors. Let's go, baby. It doesn't matter which seed you come in. It just <laughs> matters who wins it all. Very true. Very true, my man. We're getting fucking reeled up for the NBA playoffs. They're coming soon. They're coming hard. They're coming fast. And with daylight savings time, I think we were talking about it today, it really feels like hockey playoffs are right around the corner. It's and time. I am ready to rip. <laughs> Power even, Man even is though, very excited, even though the Blackhawks don't have a snowball chance in hell. I don't think it's been mathematically proven yet. What are they, six points back? It's probably more than that at this point. Winnipeg's on a winning streak. 
You drop a game against the fucking Detroit Red Wings, the worst team in the goddamn league. Those guys fucking Follow that suck. up with a shutout, or with uh, getting shut out by the St. Louis Blues. It's over for the Hawks this year. It's tragic. It makes me sad. But there is the hope that the Panthers supersede the fucking Maple Leafs and make it in. And that'll be fun to watch. Have an all Florida playoff. That'd be pretty oh, cool. Oh, that'd be fucking rad, dude. Wow. Seven. Well, yeah, I don't know if it goes seven. Our boy Nasty Nate, the shadow commissioner, chirped me today because the Sharks are going to have to play in front of an empty empty auditorium when they start playing hockey next week due to the bylaws in Santa Clara where they play. He said, at least they don't have to worry about playing in front of an empty crowd during the playoffs. And that hurt. And him as a Tampa Bay Lightning fan, I said, yeah, at least they don't have to worry about getting swept by the eight seed. So we have that going for us. It's the, a shadow small the Shadow Commiss is a lightning factor, is he? Oh, yes. yeah. Yes. I did not know that. A very large but it makes Steven sense Stamkos now, doesn't it? dick rider. It does, yeah. Victor Hedman, I can see him. Oh, yeah, Victor Hedman. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, Shadow Commissioner. Yeah. I don't know, guys. Um, uh, Philly, other than tonight where they just lost against Boston 2-0, uh, just snapped a fucking nine-game win streak. Kind of hot. Catahat, 21-year-old Catahat, which I did not know when you guys informed me again this evening. Carter Hart, a 21-year-old, not a Vesna Trophy candidate. Just but a, a little fella. A, I, I, top he, five? I think he's a Vesna Trophy candidate. You? Absolutely. You okay. turn in that kind of performance, how could you not be in the conversation? I think he's, I would say him and Vasilevsky again. And then... Uh, uh, maybe, maybe Tuka. Tuka's played, got a lot of wins. Yeah. He's played very, fantastic very all year. Front of him, yeah. Yeah, Bennington, Bennington, Bennington. Uh, Fuck fans. Bennington. <laughs> Fuck played... the St. Louis Blues. Um, not Blues fans here, apparently. Fuck uh, the Maywetters. Fuck the Maywetters. We're big Cam Jansen They're number one in the fucking West right now, and I hate it. Yes, 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 they are. Boys, I think And they're that... about to get Tarasenko back. Fuck that. The Vlad man. I think we're kind of just ranting now. We are. I think You're right. I think Do we it's... have any other hockey? I don't think I have any hockey talk. It's time to wrap it up. I think. I think it's time to give these people what they all want to... A clean death. Flawless if only, victory? If only we were all so lucky. <laughs> uh, we love you very much. It's been fun. Thank you for continuing to patronize us in in the in the positive <laughs> term, not in the Thank negative Thank you for term. your patronage. Thank you for your patronage. Uh, you know, uh, Twitter, fucking Instagram, etc. We yeah. love you and appreciate you and are only doing this for you. And our egos. Keep your chins up. Chins up. Pucks in deep. Thanks for fucking listening, guys. Um, much appreciated, guys. Seriously, have a great evening. Thanks for listening. Don't grip the stick too tight. That's how you miss the net. I'm going to go home and pull my goalie. If you don't shoot, you don't score. Michael Scott. Jesus fucking Christ. Michael J. Fox. See ya. Bye, guys. <laughs> and to play us out, let's hear some final words from <laughs> Missy buddy. Nice horn reference, Mr. Fingers. Much appreciated, brother. Bye, guys. you my number, but don't hit me on no dumb shit. Working on a weekend like usual. This is an emergency update from the Power Man, deep in the edit bay. We've just learned 
that the NBA has suspended all games for the remainder of the season due to the coronavirus. Apparently some player contracted it and uh, ruined it for everybody. So uh, good luck out there. Stay healthy. Or don't. Whatever your preference. Godspeed. Life is good. You know what I mean? Like, uh,